1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the TakeCast. My name is Davis Maddock. You guys can find me on Twitter at Davis Matic. In this episode of the show, I'm joined by Danny Carter at CD Carter 13 from both NBC Sports Edge and the Bad Faith Times. I really wanted to talk to Danny and kind of just Pick his brain. Uh, You know, I do a lot of these shows with Brian Hooper and Pat Mayo, and they definitely have a more uh, common sense, right leaning style of thought. And uh, I think it's a a good balance for the show to talk to someone like Denny, who comes from a left leaning perspective, certainly more of my perspective. I really enjoyed, uh, you know, just kind of asking him his feelings, his thoughts. Uh, I, I think Denny's a very smart guy, and I really enjoyed this conversation. I hope that you guys do too. If you want to support this program, you can subscribe to the Patreon where you get bonus episodes, patreon.com slash takecast. Uh, You can leave a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can just tell a friend. You can just tell someone about the program. That's always useful and helpful as well. Let's get into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcoming back to the program, C.D. Carter. You might know him as Craig Carter if you've been on Twitter. (laughs) for a really long time he is of course from NBC sports sites but that's not really what we're going to talk about today no football here today uh, this no is football. not this is not fantasy mensa we are we are going much more in <laughs> the direction of the bad faith times uh, denny's amazing uh, leftist perspective newsletter although i think i mean that's really what we're going to talk about today is um being a left leaning ideological person in the western world today is hard and it's it's, it it doesn't it doesn't feel good and so much of um so so many of the people i talk to about politics denny are either uh they don't care they've they've just completely uh, opted out or or worse which is that uh they they are themselves been poisoned by the bad faith and have uh gone further right over time
0: sure sure yeah i yeah i mean you see this more and more is uh, the red pilling of people we know and love, friends and family. Um, and by red pilling, I mean like this idea that uh, you suddenly come upon knowledge that uh, only only you have access to. you know, you you're you're like neo from the Matrix, and you take the red pill and suddenly you you see everything for what it is and and you know, target, the company target is suddenly this evil corporation because they have an LGBTQ section in their, in their store and you can see it now. You didn't see it before. So it's hard, it's hard to deal with, with that sort of, that's, that that's sort of like reactionary politics, especially among people who didn't used to be that way. Not, you know, as of f- five years ago, say.
1: What I find most difficult is that at a base layer, not, not the people who are red pilled, but the the red pillars, right? I actually agree with the base element of what they're saying, which is that the oligarchy yeah. does not care about you. Right? right. Yes. The the highest level politicians, That's right, the billionaires, these corporations, they do not care about you. All of the uh uh you know, these companies who are doing Pride Month, it's it's June first day, it's Pride Month, these companies who are gonna have a rainbow logo for one month do not care about the, the culture of of LGBTQ plus people in any way at all, they don't. It's all done to orchestrate anger, and I agree with yeah. that. That is that is fundamental to what I believe.
0: I know, and I get that. So you, you I think you'll see uh, red pill folks. Uh, you know, people on the right will will often, especially online, come come really close to getting there. You know, like like they you can say they, them they get ninety percent of the way they're inching toward oh okay like there's this you know like you said oligarchy that's like that's like repressing everything and everyone and like destroying culture and society and we're gonna blame it on uh, immigrants we're going to blame it on gay folks we're going to and it's their fault right yes okay that because they're easy they're easy targets you can you can actually go after them you can't go after the oligarchs right and and so they come real close and so you end up you know from from my perspective maybe yours you, you you end up agreeing to a point and you're like yes okay yes you're connecting the dots you're almost there you're getting there what about capitalism? Oh, no gay folks. Okay. We're back to gay. We're, we're back to, to, uh, uh, going after gay folks. So they, they, it is, it it is a situation where you, you, you have like, uh, the meme, like the worst person in the world made a good point. Worst person, yes. you know, made a good point. And that happens all the time, but they don't, they don't it get happens
1: all the way there. all the time. It's, a, yeah. it's, it's disconcerting. And I actually read, um, this great article yesterday about how, uh, in America, because we're we're so warped, and our our American politics are so unique in world history. Actually, because we have the largest and most powerful government in the history of the world, but we also believe, uh, you know, it's so inherent about <laughs> yeah. freedom and liberty and right. these things, and those those two things uh, really do not commingle. About how uh, more than ever, people are the very far right. You know, your your uh, Richard Spencer type people and the really far left people actually have these uh mingling ideologies yes. yeah that's
0: right yeah and i mean you you've heard the the term horseshoe theory i'm sure where it's like uh, you know both both extreme ends of politics eventually start agreeing with each other on certain issues and i think that there is there's been shown to be some validity it depends on the the era and the nation and the politics of the time economics uh, like th- these you know, so horseshoe theory is not something you could just slap on anything on any situation and say, well, see, the left is, is as bad as the right. And then because then you get into the thing where good and bad things are the same, right? Where like- which I,
1: is, is my least favorite thing, because yeah. I think I think there's sort of if you if you, it's OK. So if you grant the conceit that, like, Nancy Pelosi is bad and Mitch yeah. McConnell is also bad. Yes. Which I like. I definitely agree that Nancy Pelosi could be doing 100 percent better at her job. <laughs> but I don't believe that her and Mitch McConnell come from the same place of hatred. Right. And that is like, that is, if I, if I were to say that in a conversation with a right-leaning person, they'd be like, well, you have no objectivity. You, you can't, you can't possibly believe these two. Yes.
0: They are. They are the same amount of bad, everything. And, and actually this goes, I'm not going to get too far afield here, but this goes beyond politics where I feel, I feel like, uh, in the in today's media culture, you you actually can't say that some music is better than others or some movies are better. There, are, it's everything is equally good and bad, and you and and you just have to accept that. And and I reject that, of course. And if you if you want to take the Pelosi and McConnell thing, I I think uh, both are wildly wildly corrupt, uh, totally out of touch with modern life in America, completely like. You know, Nancy Pelosi grew up extraordinarily wealthy. is is, is still extraordinarily wealthy, and, and
1: find, find, somehow, as a member of Congress, just ends up
0: becoming more and more extraordinarily
1: wealthy. And
0: yeah, here's something the Zoomers won't remember: there was a term in the early 2000s called the Pelosification of the Democratic Party, where it was a it was a far left lurch of the Democratic Party toward Pelosi's policies on economics and abortion and all this, and and so she was once. I swear to God, the Zoomers don't know. She was, she was once seen as the most radical left-wing member in the history of the United States Congress. And today, I would say, you know, me and you probably and and, and others would, would see her as a conservative, really. Yes, she's, in, in, Nancy in Pelosi respects.
1: is George Bush to me,
0: basically. Yes, yes. I, I think that the, the difference between McConnell and Pelosi is that uh, McConnell plays to win and and Pelosi doesn't I mean that's
1: yeah that's always been that's been my big bugaboo it's like if you're if you're because I I don't ever feel that there's ever been a popular Democrat politician who's come close to aligning with me on on what I believe I mean Bernie is is the closest Me too. uh, but I mean he was never really that popular um but I guess the frustrating thing is okay so if I grant that in this two-party system, the one that's closer aligned to my belief is is not even gonna try and meet me halfway. I would at least want them to cheat and try hard, you know. But yes. they don't.
0: They don't. Please. I'm begging. I'm begging the Democrats to cheat more, please, God. We, you you if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Like in sports, you know the 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 greatest winners of all time are the most egregious cheaters. Okay, jo- Michael Jordan, cheater. That Larry Bird cheater, Tom Brady, an an insanely, you know, unapologetic cheater, and 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 so you shift that over to politics, and if you if you want to win, if you want to win in politics, and really it boils down to, it's not a game in that in that politics affects the lives of of everyone to a to a degree, but particularly of you know the poor uh, and and uh, uh, marginalized groups. So I, I'm not saying that it, it's all a game, but it is a game in that you have to rig. The game to your advantage, and the right has done such a good job on that that it has left you, and me, and millions of others despondent because there is there's there seems to be no way out of this. Look, Biden, Joe Biden could expand the Supreme Court today and seat six new six new justices on the court, and it would immediately. That decision would immediately be undermined and overturned by by the by the uh, the, the system that the right has created, the the, the takeover of, you know, the judi- judiciary. You, yeah. All the Trump you, judges. You can't you just. And, but it started before Trump. It started with George Bush, really. And, and it just it, it it seems intractable because these these problems need to be solved with huge solutions and you can't do it. You can't do that unless you have control of the key mechanisms, and Republicans have control of all of those mechanisms.
1: Um. Okay. Do I the 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 I, another issue I have is that you know you get this chatter from people who certainly don't view they they would say they're they're common sense people, which means that they are um, uh, socially liberal and fiscally conservative, right? Uh, and and all of those people who who are saying okay we need a you know we need a third party um, it ends up being like basically libertarian third party candidates right they want they want the rock to run they want uh, uh, there's there is a guy out there who people fanfic as oh Mark Cuban people want Mark Cuban to run as a third party candidate uh, and that to me feels even more dystopian because it's basically just uh, celebrities or billionaires that's who that's who people want to vote for.
0: That's a, a great point, and, and I, I think we are headed toward a future where only billionaires and celebrities will be presidents. Now, I know Joe Biden, a career politician, is the president right now, but I think that this is something of a hiccup in in, in history, in modern history, and certainly the way things will be. I, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I would have said, I'll never, ever vote for a billionaire. If the Democrats run a billionaire on their ticket, I'm out. I'm sorry, I'm out. And now I'm saying, let's let's see if uh, JD Pritzker, uh, the 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 Illinois governor, could uh, could could take take on the ticket this year instead instead of Biden. He's a billionaire, you know. But it's it is it is going to be a contest of my billionaire versus your billionaire, and that is dystopian because that means that these these people will have no accountability to the people who elect them, none. And really, that's what they're looking for. They're looking to take power and to say, I didn't get here with you like like we I got here by myself. So now you're telling me you want what you want to expand Medicaid, you want to uh, uh, make a public option. Mm, Sorry, we're not we're not doing that because I have my own money and I can do this by myself.
1: Well, that's sort of the problem in american politics in general even as it exists now just a a total there's like no feedback mechanism right there's no if you if you get elected governor of state x and you fuck everything up you ruin the budget you slash programs you uh you know no school lunches like just whatever you're you're the worst governor in human history nothing is going to happen to you you, I mean, honestly, incumbents have such incumbents get reelected so often that you could be the worst governor in history, and you'd still probably be like a coin flip to win yeah. whatever election you're in. And uh, you see, you serve out your term, you you irrevocably ruin the state, uh, and then you leave. Probably, you know, you go to New York or Europe or whatever, and you just you live out your retirement, yeah. and you're <laughs> you 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 join the speaking circuit forever. Right. Uh, and there's no consequences. I mean, that is that's definitely something I agree with libertarian people on, which is that huge problem in our political system now is there's no feedback mechanism, there's no consequences for bad politicians.
0: No, none. In fact, there's a it's you get rewarded for the the worst be, be, your behavior is the the more you're rewarded. Like think of just th- just think of something small like like a politician getting canceled for saying something horrendous. I mean, that's a great business move, right? Because then you you start your Patreon, you write a book, you get on cable news. Hey, I've been canceled, and you're making more money than you ever dreamed of. So uh so the worse behavior you you have, the the more you're rewarded very often. We see this obviously with Trump, where I mean, the more legal trouble he gets into, the more his people like him, you know, like they like they love that stuff. It because you know why? Because it proves that they're right it, ba- it it backs up their preconceived notions that he's being persecuted he's a he's a christ figure being persecuted by the powers on high and so the more he gets into trouble the more that they could say see i told you it doesn't matter that it's you know it's like un like eye-watering corruption it doesn't matter it just matters that he's being persecuted by some shadowy figures in in, in the government and they then they they enjoy that and they support him even more
1: it is, it is true uh, that, and, and I mean, the, I, I'm hearing this out there that conservatives are like, oh, you know, don't, don't discount DeSantis, you know, don't, don't just, dis, don't discount this guy. He's smart. He's, he's the intellectual conservative. Let me yeah, tell you, smart. the first time that Trump gets on stage and calls him Rob, it's over for him. It is, <laughs> it is. over for him. He's going to call him, he's going to call him little Rob and everyone's going to laugh and it is so over i mean i one thing i will say about uh populists are just going to be more popular than conservatives right and trump has got that i don't think i think this idea that trump plays like 4d chess and he's six steps ahead uh i don't think any of that's true i just think he's he's uh a very singular type of person at a very singular point in history where it's all kind of working out for him it just it's just kind of an accident of history uh, but Ron DeSantis is not saving the intellectual conservative branch. This is not like George Will.
0: Well, right, and and there is there is no intellectual conservatism uh, a- anymore, and there hasn't been for a long time. I mean, it, I, I would say that that probably died with with the first George Bush. You know, I mean, after him, it was it was uh, it was all nuclear uh, wasteland politics, starting with Newt Gingrich, leading up to George W. Bush, who ran who ran on the on the platform that I'm I'm as stupid as you are vote for me. Uh, yeah, and, he was the
1: he was the first like you want to have a beer with him president, right? Yeah,
0: right, right. I'm hey, I don't know shit. I don't know anything, you know, but you don't either. So we can relate. We're both dumbasses. Let's 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 get this done. Um and and from there it was it was sort of a natural a natural flow to Trump. Now you you had like Romney and McCain kind of get in the way there. Uh conservatives hated hated Romney and McCain, but hated them. Uh, and and they were ready to embrace someone, someone who was so deeply anti-intellectual, uh, that it would there would be no point in talking policy or politics, really. Um, and so DeSantis thinks he can get up there and, and give a, an hour-long speech about I don't know, tax cuts for corporations or uh, uh you know farm policy or something and that will appeal that doesn't appeal to anyone no one no one literally literally no
1: one i about I, policy i said this to someone on twitter yesterday my guess is that there's less than 5 million people in america who would say they're intellectual conservatives they're they're interested in conservatism for intellectual reasons
0: and and, re- and really like that even you go back to george will you go back to like buckley and the, those guys, they they talked they talked fancy, right? Like they 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 talk like uh, you know aristocrats, but in the end, they were just saying the same thing with bigger bigger words, you know. Uh, you know, Buckley would say basically that uh, segregation is good and we should continue that, but he would say it in a very. Uh, kind of suave way where you'd be like oh he's smart he's a smart guy but he's saying the same thing as as conservatives had for years before and then and then years after so part of me thinks that 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 intellectualism was all kind of a put on uh the whole time but really i mean politics today has nothing nothing to do with with policy no one cares about that it is purely for entertainment purposes.
1: Yeah, no one that is true. Like really no one cares about policy or or if they get into it they would be like, well, it, the policies aren't going to affect me anyway, so what does it matter?
0: And 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 this is a huge uh, a disadvantage for like well-meaning liberals like like Elizabeth Warren who I didn't support her in the primary or anything, but like I think she is well meaning. I think that you know she. Oh, I have I, a new. I
1: I used to think she was well meaning. That's actually been a big a big uh, scale that's come yeah. off my eyes has been how much the big Democrat politicians are in bed with the big banks because the big banks are their number one thing right now is they want they want the United States to be like the opposite of a safe haven for all crypto stuff, right? Bitcoin, it's all it's all bad for them. Because it gives people the ability to transact without the government or bank, like it's it's un it's unsurvi- uh mm-hmm. So the banks hate that. And Elizabeth Warren, five six years ago, probably as a liberal politician. You could have talked her into, well, this is actually good. We you know we should have people should, the government really shouldn't be in control of monetary supply. If you really think about it, it's it's kind of it's kind of unjust. Uh, they always have throughout history, obviously, and pretty much the end of every reign comes when the money doesn't work anymore. Like that's it's sort of what precipitates the fall of every empire, and the big Democrat politicians have just fucking jumped on this. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, Hillary Clinton, a lot of them they're they're all aboard banning crypto and uh, you know hiring more agents for the IRS to 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 you know eliminate tax fraud and and things like this. Uh, which I know is something you and I disagree on, so I wanted to talk about the money stuff because I think it's pretty interesting. That's definitely a, although I I I do not like the characterization of interest in private money as like this really far right libertarian idea because to me it's actually a very leftist idea that you'd want the people to be in charge of the money and not the state.
0: Yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty far apart on on that yeah I, I i i think that you know someone like warren would see like regular people losing a bunch of money on crypto and say no 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 no, this can't this this can't happen like we we can't cool, let for
1: sure i think i think that is her. i think that was her original intention a hundred percent
0: and so they you know uh, and, and this is i know this this comes to like paternalism and everything but like sometimes people have to be protected from themselves, you know, and, and, you know, hence, hence you have social security, like the social security is the state saying you're too stupid to say for yourself, we're going to do it for you. And and it works. I,
1: I think that's true. But at the same time, there is no protection. There is no safeguard for, your savings getting stolen by theft, which is inflation. You know, you say, I mean, this is a very Keynesian thing, is that saving is bad. You want people spending constantly, constantly. And that helps the economy grow. And you can't have, a, you know, a stagnant economy. Oh my God, can you imagine a stagnant economy? There, 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 there could be nothing worse than that. No. And so the, the solution is just always to increase the monetary supply when it's needed. And-, and-
0: I think we're getting we're getting to the crux of this, which is that capitalism is not sustainable. It's for, not sustainable. Yes.
1: Yeah. There, there's always an end point to capitalism.
0: I mean, for for at, at some point, at some point, you can't increase productivity. You can't increase the money. Like capital, like, like something can't grow forever, right? Like it can they, capitalism has found ways to grow uh that are really harmful for you and me. And in our families and our friends, and it has ruined life for for untold millions of people. But at some point, the system, uh, uh, I guess, runs out of steam, it pushes people too far, like human beings can only be pushed so far. And I think that we, we are getting there. So I think we're on the same page there. I don't, yeah, I don't capitalism.
1: Remember. Capitalism is is unsustainable. One million Completely. percent. I mean, I mean, right? but like
0: inherently and inha- it's not it, that's not my opinion. That's not your opinion. It is a fact like inherently it cannot go on forever. And I know people say, well, well it's 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 done well so far for me. Well, yes. OK, yes, maybe maybe it has. And you know what? It has done it done OK for me. I'm doing OK. But that doesn't mean that I'll be OK in 20 years or 30 years. It doesn't mean my kids will be OK. So, so we are on the same page there. I just don't know wh- where does where does cryptocurrency come into play in this in this system.
1: Well, the basic idea, and there, I mean, look, there's a lot of books. I mean, there's a million podcasts about this. That the basic idea, and I, I am really only an advocate uh, in terms of like actual money usage of one of them. I mean, look, I live in a capitalist economy, so you got to do what you got to do to make a buck in in yeah. general, but. The idea of having a deflationary currency, which would be Bitcoin, instead of an inflationary currency, theoretically, and I actually don't agree with this 100%, because obviously the problem with the deflationary currency is it might work great. Let's say let's say we did a one-to-one conversion for everyone, that, all 300 million people that live in the United States right now with the deflationary currency. It'd be really awesome for about yeah. 20 years. And then... When you start having kids and the population expands by another 50 million people uh everyone would just be able to hold on to their wealth right your wealth the government couldn't take it to you the government couldn't take it from you via underhanded means you'd be much less likely to start a business you'd be much less likely to pay uh, a living wage at uh you know your fucking sandwich shop or whatever uh, because you don't really need to because there keep existing new cheap labor that exists, right? So it really does to I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to problems with capitalism. Uh, but I also am under no uh aspers like I, I aspersions is not the right. I'm under yeah. I'm under no I'm under no illusion that there is any hope of a non-capitalist system in the United States in Take, my lifetime.
0: Taking hold. Well, you know, I mean, we we kind of inch close to to you know European style capitalism during the pandemic where yeah. you know the the go- and i i i know that there were uh consequences for this but the government is sending you know 600 1200 dollar checks to every family in the country uh every month uh you know people get uh free um what was it free uh medicaid access or like medicaid was expanded uh, and so people on the fringes could um, instead of paying $800 a month for health insurance, they were getting it for free. So we we were inching close to that. I know there are inflationary aspects to that. In, well, in, there in- there
1: wasn't really until the second set of it, which was not even for people, it was for businesses. It was, the, yes, that's the, right. The, the second right. wave that was about $6 billion of relief, that was not for people who were having a hard time. It was for businesses.
0: And that went to Tom Brady, right? Literally. Yes. Yeah. Like the government said, Tom Brady, you, you need, you need some money to get through this pandemic, you know? So we're going to give you a million dollars. You don't have to pay it back. You you just, here's a million, here's a million dollars, you know, but other, there's some, some political podcasts that got, you know, like $800,000, a podcast. You you need eight hundred grand. To run I should have podcast? I should have applied for the PPP. I should honestly. have done it too. Yeah. I know. Like, like we, I'm hey living the stream. We you know we could we could use a half a million federal government, and they would have said, you know what, you you got it, you got it, and you don't have to pay it back. I should have done that. But yeah, no, you're right. So there, and and of course it it always turns into like pigs at the trough instead of just instead of just uh, uh distributing it to people who. Who need it not not only people who are desperate I, i'm I'm tired of this means testing bullshit that liberals do right and, and it is which is which is just such a way to bow
1: to fucking conservative bad faith yes. you know yes
0: yes do do no no more means no testing. means testing you 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 give you make something available in a universal sense and if some rich asshole takes advantage of it so be it so be it we're, we're gonna live everybody will be okay and this is the argument. I mean, on the left, they'll say, we can't have free college because what if a, a very economically comfortable family takes advantage of that? What if they send their kid to school for free? Good, good. You know why? because when a when a a, a a program is universal, it becomes politically unfeasible to roll it back. You can't roll it back when everybody loves it. yeah, you can't can't roll back social security, right. So right, exactly that's that's the number one that's the the number one argument um so but but when you only make it available to the poor that's very politically vulnerable because as soon as republicans mostly take power they're going to say oh fuck the poor we're rolling back this shit right away uh and and democrats do that too i'm not saying the democrats are like friends of the poor in fact increasingly they are not so uh, uh it is it is something that we we need to get away from like I'm on on bad faith times. I have like several posts like begging people stop whining about oh well you know fretting oh well what if what if well off families take advantage of this government program that's that is not uh, that is like being the enemy of the good right uh, in 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 search of perfection and and in, in politics man that doesn't work
1: no it doesn't it doesn't at all and. I mean, I I think while you were just talking, I just sort of like realized something like. If you were to have to say what the Democrat Party stands for in 2023, what would you even say?
0: I I would say I would say it stands for only uh, not letting the government fall into the hands of openly anti-Democratic with a small D fascist yeah yeah only
1: that's that's really the only point is just it's like you don't want to live in a fascist state you you gotta vote democrat that's really it
0: and that's it so actually republicans have gotten so scary in my lifetime that it works that 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 political uh uh, messaging does
1: work yeah
0: works where i mean joe biden says it all the time look don't judge me on my on what i've done in office judge me by my alternative and he says that which is trump right so, so he he says, "Look, I'm I'm a terrible president. Like this is this is this is awful. This can't be perfect
1: and, and, and everyone agrees, right? I'm like, I'm
0: embarrassed. Like, yeah. like wow, this is <laughs> I'm I've really done a horrible job here. But but hey, consider how much worse it could be with the other guy. And that is a losing political message, of course. Um, uh, but you know what, though, uh, Davis, uh, in the 2022 midterms, uh, state Democratic parties did this almost across the board, where. They spent money, millions of dollars, to to and to help the most radical gubernatorial candidates claim the GOP ticket, yep. so that they would get trounced in the general. and And the worst part is, it worked. It worked beautifully. That's terrible.
1: It is. I mean, obviously, it is terrible. And you would you would much. I think obviously, uh, in not even a perfect world, but in a more just and more friendly world, you'd you'd like for the Democratic Party to stand for something.
0: They stand um, for nothing. They stand they for stand nothing.
1: For, they stand for nothing.
0: And, and 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 that's and like I said, that's a loser. Like again, Maryland, uh, the Maryland Democratic Party, where I, I live in Maryland, they 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 single handedly got an, an insurrectionist, like a guy who was at the Capitol trying to overthrow the government, to be. Like they boosted him to be the Republican candidate for governor in in this state, and he lost by thirty. and and they they did that in other states too. I mean, it's a dangerous game to play. it's 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 a very dangerous because you know, you do that at the wrong time. Maybe your candidates get sick. Maybe they die, you know, during the election. maybe maybe there's some there's some sort of uh, scandal that happens and they have to drop out. And then what do you have? Oh, my God, we have an open insurrectionist as governor now. You know, so it's it's not uh, I mean you're you it's a dangerous it's, line to tell.
1: It I mean it's I think it's also probably something that can maybe only work once, too, because over time people are gonna just be like, Yeah, that's what I like. I'm into that. I'm into that. I hate the government so much, I'm into the insurrectionists, right? I hate I hate either uh, these milk toast Democrats or these uh, I mean is there anything worse than like a, a a Mitt Romney or John McCain style conservative at this point? That's like this is not what the Republican Party stands for. Like everyone hates that guy. So yeah, <laughs> I mean at, at a certain point the uh, the uh, you know the 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 insurrectionist style Republican is just going to become the I mean the Overton window in the United States has shifted so goddamn far to the right, which everyone would disagree with because they'd be like, no, we have gay marriage and and you know trans people and, and you yeah. know uh racism is god we had a black president like the overton window but no mm-hmm. it's so far to the right
0: oh yeah i mean i mean like, like you know like we we've talked about today like uh there are politics that are accepted today that would have been wholesale rejected i'm not talking about 40 years ago i'm talking about like 10 years ago you know like, they, like th- these sort of radical right-wing politics would not have been accepted generally I think that the internet has something to do with that, like the radicalization that happens through the internet. I think like the the fragmentation of society where no one really, like politics is hard to understand now because everything is so fragmented, right? You have like people aligning. We talked about the left and the right aligning on on issues like Ukraine, right? Um, Where like far left and far right both are like, hey, like we shouldn't have anything to do with ukraine and ukraine should I,
1: just i believe that i don't believe that the ukraine should just give up but i just my i my number one voting thing is i is no feeding the military industrial complex no war no billions right. that's that's my thing
0: yeah and and i i do i i do get that i mean i'm i've been disgusted, uh, which over is which is not to say life.
1: fuck the Ukraine or you know Putin's actually a smart guy, which is like my least favorite fucking that's, talking point. But yes, it's just that yes. it's just that war in any form for me that's not I can't I do not support it. I am I'm a, like a hundred percent anti-war, pretty much.
0: But what if the lines are so clear? Like I feel like this is like the one time we get like a black and white situation, like. We have like bad guys, and we have guys who are who. They... I mean,
1: I think I think even in in ethically gray situ, like what we would perceive as ethically gray. Like I don't think anyone actually believes. Like obviously, the Iraq War, full of crimes. Everyone involved with it was a war criminal. Yeah. Uh, but the- I mean, theoretically, the people that we were there to stop were just as bad as Putin, right? I mean, theoretically.
0: In in Iraq,
1: yeah, the the idea of what we were told, of what we were told, the idea was that Al Qaeda and 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 all of these terrorist cells
0: there, they weren't even there. Well, yeah, I mean, but we didn't know that. We didn't know that. (laughs) No one told us that. I just, I think, I think when you have like 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 Putin is like clearly the most evil living human being, and maybe maybe the worst person of the twenty first century. Yeah. and when he start when he starts uh, um trying to take like take over countries like colonize countries it, that has to be stopped you can't you can't let that go like you you can't say well i don't want to feed the the war machine so we're going to let we're going to let the worst living person expand his empire no man he he's he's got to be i i have i maybe it's my age or whatever uh, uh, but i have become I, I become someone who's whose i guess foreign policy is it's stop stop Putin like stop stop russia. It doesn't I don't care what it takes
1: couldn't couldn't we theoretically actually stop him very quickly though
0: I, I don't think without a nuclear exchange
1: i mean i i guess I guess that is i guess that is the thing like if we launch one, they're gonna launch one too
0: oh yeah um, I mean it's it's over for if if one goes they all go, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't have an answer, but I mean, I think, I, do... I think from a game theory
1: perspective, uh, like yeah, the the United States just got owned basically. Really is. Oh Putin? yeah. Putin realized he could do this. He did it, and that that's really all there is to it. And and he,
0: you know, and he has allies everywhere in Western democracies. Like he he it he does. I'm not saying that people work for him. Okay, necessarily. But he has a lot of it's a resource.
1: It's a resource game.
0: It is. Yes. Yes, it is. And Putin plays it so well. In fact, Putin talks like a like a Republican, you know, like when you when you hear the things he talks about, he says the words woke cancel culture, all this shit. He talks like a like an American Republican. And and it really like has has a lot of similarities, I think, to to Republicans here where it's a there there is an international far right uh movement okay it, it's not sure. it doesn't have a party it doesn't have a name but there is that there is no international left movement none and well, and yeah. that's the difference
1: yeah it's like how fascism spread all around europe uh you know at in in hitler's time like he wasn't the only dictator around there it was just sort of it was just sort of in the air at the time
0: yeah i'm i'm afraid you know and and with with like migration with climate change, with economic collapse, that's that all that stuff feeds feeds into that fascist desire to to harken back to a a time before an imagined past when everything was fine. And so, with more of that, I think comes more radicalization on the right uh, until there's a tipping point. And I uh, I don't want to be around for that tipping point, honestly.
1: Would you agree or disagree that? a benevolent king a truly benevolent king would actually be the most pleasant form of society to live under
0: no no i I, I, I can't I know I the there is that's, there is some... that's how
1: that's how depressed I have become with uh, right. with with the situation,
0: well, I I just told you I would support J D. Pritzker, a a, a billionaire <laughs> businessman. Yeah. Okay. So so may, maybe maybe my answer is actually yes because he would be a billionaire king, like yeah. he you know and and a, a benevolent a, sorry benevolent king, and so maybe yeah maybe my answer is is yes because the the prospects for. Like, like a real rollback of this like far right movement is they're just so bleak because everything feeds into like the end of the end of capitalism the unraveling of capitalism feeds into what these people want and it and it, it embitters voters that, that end up voting for them which is why you have now <laughs> working class people are voting for republicans this is something that Blows my mind, but it's true, and I get it. I get it because working pl- class people have been abandoned by the Democratic Party. So they say, "Well, I'll vote for the other guys just to stick it to the libs, just to stick it to the to the yeah, college." you got you
1: got to you got to own the libs. Dude. If you're if you're not you're, owning right. the libs, what's the point?
0: Right. So like I like I don't care. I don't care about my health care. I don't care about my money. I don't care about my uh, uh, prospects for ever buying a house or anything. I don't care about any of that. I just want to stick it to the elite liberals in Washington because so they hate because this. they hate me. They hate they, me, you know. They hate me. And and and, I, and if they were being honest with with themselves, they would say the Republican hates me too. But it, but it, at least at least he'll destroy at least the Republican will destroy the liberal who has abandoned me. I guess I guess that that's that's the that's the thinking. It's uh there there's a there's a phrase for it um uh, class-dealignment. I actually wrote about it on Bad Faith Times. It was one of the more Interesting research pieces I, I got to do for Bad Faith Times. A class D alignment is going to define the future of American politics. And it's going to make it so that the Democratic Party becomes the party of the rich and the Republican Party becomes a working class party. And I'm well, not that, that
1: that's it. That's it, right? You know, the people, uh, all the all the celebrities in Hollywood, all the limousine liberals, you know, these are that's like when you think of like who's a big lib, you're like, oh, Taylor Swift. You know, she, she, yes, she's, yes. you know, and then, and then, you know, the people voting for, uh, right wing politicians are like farmers and shit who just get fucked by conservative yeah. policies. Yeah.
0: Rushed. Rushed. Like their, like their lives are actually shortened. Like they are killed yeah, by yeah. conservative pol- policies. But you know what? It's in the end, it's worth, it's worth it. It's worth because it because... They,
1: because they made people mad on Twitter
0: this right the sense of (laughs) so so the the sense of think of the the nihilism that that requires being like i know this guy is going to absolutely fuck me over once he gains power he doesn't give a shit about me but he's gonna he's gonna call trans people bad names on twitter or whatever like and 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 i like that you know or or he's gonna shoot a can of bud light and that's that's my kind of guy uh, so I, I do I do think it, it we are headed toward a very, very bleak unless something changes radically, a very bleak situation where you have even even people of color, working class people of color are going to start voting Republican in large numbers. It, it started to happen in 2020. Uh, Trump won a, a horrifying number of, of people of color uh, under a certain economic threshold in Texas, for instance. Um, that had voted in huge numbers for Obama and for uh, Hillary Clinton, and, and and that we're just going to keep keep seeing that that shift. And I I don't like that shift because that means that I that means that I am going to have to align with a bunch of rich dick celebrities with a bunch and, of with a bunch and, of fucking dickheads who I don't yeah. agree on anything with. And and yeah, we don't we don't agree on on anything except for like maybe we should keep. Fair and free and fair elections. Maybe that. Maybe that's good. And that's that's the end of our agreement. But if that's if that's like the existential stakes, then what 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 choice do you have? And people say, well, don't vote. Well, no, I'm not doing that. Vote for a third party. Well, I don't want to throw away my vote. You're stuck.
1: I mean, and it's not even like we have good third party options. Like the last Green Party candidate, like literally just embezzled all of her funds and just uh, fucking yes. left. Yes. Yes.
0: And so- and. What's and really, point? like this goes everything goes back to capitalism and 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 not just because my brain is broken, but because it because it does, and a third party can never, ever rise in this environment because it 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 because capital has captured both parties to different extents and said, we're not we're not letting anybody else in. Like we have control over everything that happens. You're not getting in now. Maybe if a third party showed appropriate fealty to capital, then they could kind of inch their way in. But until that happens, it's it's going to be a two party system, and people will complain all day. But it is it is what it is, and I do think that in the end, I think we have to pull up our big boy pants and 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 make a decision. It our, our politics is a zero sum game okay you win or you lose you don't you don't lose a little bit you don't win a little bit this is not a european parliament with 15 parties in it okay right it's one party or the other you choose and and i i know that sucks but it is a reality of today
1: i mean do you is a is a fucking you know what does they have in india they they have even more they have like 30 parties in india i mean is that well that's something that could ever work here
0: that would be that would, I think I I mean I'm I'm all for it. Like, like imagine if we had, I don't know, four parties. Okay. Just 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 imagine four parties. So you have you have like the Trump wing, the Trump wing party who would have, you know, I don't know, 50 members in Congress and in the House, sure. maybe like three senators, four senators, and they would be raging all day, screaming their heads off about the collapse of America and leftist takeover in China and all this shit. But it wouldn't make any difference. They could, they don't, they don't make any policies. They would only come into play when the moderate conservative party, whatever that would be called, needed to ally with them to pass a bill. Right, the little,
1: little, little, little Rob Party, I think.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and then you would have a centrist liberal party, like a center left party, and then you'd have a left wing party. And I know that in America, left wing is is different than like a French left wing, but you know th- th- that that to me. Would be way healthier because it would it would at least give you some some choice as to which direction to go. Like you know, for me, I would be able to say the Biden party. I mean, you know, AOC said this in 2019 or 2020. She said, in in a in a real democracy, uh, I would not be a member of the same party as Joe Biden. And people say, oh, whoa, you you are get get over it. But she's right. She's right. There's no reason that AOC has to be in the same party as as joe biden
1: i mean they don't what did what do those two people agree on you know nothing almost nothing and 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 aoc who i like who i would vote for uh in a democrat primary in a heartbeat i mean even she has been to some degree hooked up to the machine right she's had to trade votes with right-wing politicians to get things done she's voted for things i would never vote for in a million years and that 2016 AOC would have been embarrassed to have done yeah. you know the machine the machine spares no one not not one person
0: you have to you have to compromise yourself it's true I mean I I love Bernie Sanders but he he's he's also been compromised uh, over the years and and uh, you know he's a full throated supporter of Joe Biden which must make him sick to his stomach because he spent his whole life fighting against the Joe Biden wing of the Democratic Party. And by Joe Biden wing, I mean the wing that got literally everything wrong their entire lives. Like Joe Biden has never been right on a single thing ever. And Bernie has been right on everything. And yet Bernie is in the position to say, hey, guys, we have to rally around Joe Biden. And that must make him just weep at night.
1: I mean, do you think it does? Do you think for these these left-wing politicians who are in the Democratic Party, do you think they are uh, bummed out by the fealty they have to pay? Yes. Or do you think it's just they acknowledge that it's part of the game?
0: I mean, look, there, there's... I think the getting back to the, the danger of the radicalization of the Republican Party, I mean, if Trump wins this time, or even DeSantis... There's no there's no saying that there, there's no guarantee that there's going to be a free and fair election next time around. I mean, the, these guys learned a valuable lesson from 2020. Let's not forget. I mean, this goes I feel like this kind of this kind of just uh, happened and we were shaken by it. And then everybody sort of just makes reference to it now. But um, they tried to overthrow the government like they tried to end the United States government land uh, when, when they lost last time. So do you think that they won't do that again? Like this is this is part of the international right-wing movement. When Bolsonaro lost in Brazil, his people, the same as Trump's people, went and they tried to burn down the capital and kill opposition lawmakers. So this is going to continue to happen. And in that in that environment, how do you say, well, you know what, I'm going to I'm not going to support the only person or party that can stand in the way of that terror. You know, I, I just don't know how you do that.
1: I mean, I don't, I guess I don't know. I don't know how you do it either, but it is, it is, I mean, it's, you know, very circular conversation that just ends in a depressing manner, which is uh, your option is either uh, your options are opt out and uh, let the gentle waves of fascism uh, t- roll over you. Uh, vote for people who don't really stand for anything uh, or, or uh, you know, paint your face with the American flag and join the fascists.
0: And and that, that's increasingly that's what people are doing. I mean, um, I see people on the left uh, from 2016 to 2020. They're now they're on, now on the far right because, A, they got their brains bo- broken on the Internet uh, and or they were made fun of. So they had to, they had to stick it to the libs again. Uh, uh, or or they have just uh given up they've given up on a better a better future and they said, you know what we're we're' we're joining what I used to see as the bad guys, you know like we like we we're now one team and it's uh it's sickening, but I also in a way in kind of a perverse way, I, I, I sort of understand it, I sort of understand the mindset because uh there is no real opposition to to this this fascist movement and that and that's and, and and that's what it is that is what it is when you are fucking burning books when you're when you are banning books in the United States of America that is uh that's not good like that 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 is a that is a bad bad sign of what's to come and honestly if I could just give it off one hot take here banning books any state that's banned books uh over the past year or whatever the federal government has every right to march troops into that state capital and dissolve that state government. Like that, like they they have they have violated federal rules, fe, like like federal laws, and that state government does not should not exist anymore. So let's let's get. Yeah, but that. I don't know
1: if I want Biden's fucking National Guard. Like I don't know if I want Joe Biden or what. I don't even know the name of the his head general. I don't know if I want them giving marching orders.
0: I I, I think I think Florida has shown itself uh, incapable of self governance. Uh, and and uh, as uh, speaking as a northerner, I, I think that it's time it's time that that a lot of those southern states, they lose self-governance like they 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 don't deserve it. They they they've proven that they can't they can't do it. They can't do it. And it's and, and the, the, the American South is as backwards as it gets. It is anti-democratic with a small D with a small D, not anti-liberal or whatever, anti-democratic, like the gerrymandering, the cheating that goes on there is out of. Control. The federal government needs to have control of those states to get it to get it back to a real democratic system. And this is what the Voting Rights Act was about. And this is why, when John Roberts killed a key statute in the in the Voting Rights Act, immediately Southern states took action and they and they passed even more brutally anti democratic laws. This can't stand in a democracy. It ju- it just can't. Like the federal government has to intervene. Of course, Democrats don't have the spine for that, but they should.
1: And they and they won't because it is um, soft power by the state government is really acceptable right now. People people are like, uh, yeah, the Federal Reserve do whatever you want, right? Uh, you know, Army as long as it's not here, as long as we don't have to see it, do whatever you want. But uh, the the uh, state power displayed that way has I probably has never been more unpopular right i mean even i have a, i i agree with your fundamental point that voting rights the gerrymandering absolutely someone has got to fix it right but unacceptable. My, but my immediate i then i immediately think about well i don't want fucking joe biden sending national go- like i immediately bristle at the idea of National Guard troops marching down the fucking street in Alabama or whatever, because state state power the last few years has been really only used in a brutal way, a, yes, a, a, right. a negative
0: way. That's right. That's right. I, you know, And, and I, it's not a pretty sight. It's not a, it's not a good. I, I don't like the idea of federal troops having to march down a street and like uh, like arrest lawmakers and take over a state government. But... <sighs> Look, violence is effective, first of all, and the threat of violence is even more effective. Um, the right understands this, and the, and the right uses this to their advantage all the time. Uh, so you you send heavily armed troops to say, hey, you can't you can't violate basic constitutional statutes, folks, and maybe maybe they'll listen. I, I think it's the only way. That's it, the only response. What is the, What are you going to finger wag? Uh, no, 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 no. You you can't take away the voting rights of black folks. That's not nice. That's not right. We can't do that. You 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 stop that right now. You think they're going to listen to that? No, no. They they only know one 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 thing, and that's violence.
1: Um, I mean that is true. It just I guess it just feels what I don't know. I guess it's just it just feels empty because I don't I at this point in time I do not feel comfortable granting more power to the state at a time when i don't trust the state but at the same time it does it feels like the only interventionary policy against fascism comes from the state itself uh, yes which which is really just so much a part uh, of the military industrial complex and the big enemy to our health uh both physically and mentally which is technological advancement i you know uh, ev- ev- everything that you could uh, think of that's wrong with your body and your mind uh, would not have happened to you 200 years ago, whether it be because no. you're, you're fat, you're diabetic, you're anxious, you're depressed, uh, whatever. I mean, these are all, these are all the consequences of modernity, you know, which is fucking Absol- crazy.
0: It is. No, I, I, I feel you like, man, the internet has done it, has done a number on my brain. I can, I can be totally honest about that. And But we that's how we live. It's how it's how we live. I don't I don't really know what to say about it beyond that. Like, what am I supposed to do? Go read a book all day? Like I read books, but I don't but I have to be online for my job. I have I have to be connected. Um, so it it I I don't I don't really know what to do there. But by the way, just getting back to what you were saying about I don't want to grant the 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 state more power. State already has all the power. Right, true. I mean, you're not granting it anything like it, it at any moment. They can knock down your door and arrest you for no reason. You know, like <laughs> that's just that's just how it is today. So uh, I, I state federal government intervention is absolutely necessary uh, to stop this rollback of very basic rights. OK, I'm not even getting into like like recent rights issues with with trans folks. I'm getting into like 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 extremely basic like founder type rights that are that are that are slowly slowly going away they're slowly dying and if if you if you think that presenting a a fact sheet which is what liberals do well, the, the following facts say that you should. <laughs> it's you, so true. You, 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 you look at look at point six through seven. It's it's uh, it says that you're wrong. It,
1: you,
0: what you're saying is, says, is incorrect. It
1: says it says that you're lying. So it, stop yeah. lying. Oh, you,
0: you're you're lying. So I've won the argument. So you have to reverse the policy. That's how this works. No, that's not how it works. Facts yeah. don't matter. Facts don't matter. Okay, power matters. That's it. That's it. Don't argue facts. This is this is the problem with bad faith times. I argue, I, I, I say, don't engage in good faith for sure. Don't engage with bad faith. Engage no faith, no faith. Do not present facts. Don't say, don't be the person in the movie Airbud who says, hey, pointing at the rule book, dogs can't play. Dogs can't fly and dunk. <laughs> don't
1: that's a that's a great way you know? to go about political belief. Don't be don't be the fucking loser from Airbud.
0: Yeah, no Airbud is dunking on your ass right now. So do something about it. Like like knock the dog down. Like put a leash on him or something, right? You can't just say, "Well, Airbud, you got to stop dunking. This is not fair." Uh and and that kind of politics is so toothless and so useless. On the left we have to be done with that.
1: I mean, I just don't. I what what is the way? I don't know. It's just this is where these conversations well, always end, which is well, that what what is the way forward? Okay. You know? All right. There's all
0: not right. One. I'll, I'll I'll end I'll end on this. I'm not sure how much time we have left, but there is some some sliver of, of of hope. I think in states like Minnesota. Now, Minnesota has a one seat Democratic majority in in the in the House in Minnesota. They have a small majority in the Senate. They have a democratic Democratic governor now. They have passed the most ambitious left-wing agenda in the modern history of the United States this year. Okay, everything from I don't know letting children eat food to uh, uh, what else? uh, um, uh, Helping farmers, helping struggling farmers uh, with their uh, with their funding. uh, Some abortion, you know, pro pro pro-choice laws, all all sorts of very oh uh, college college funding. All sorts of very progressive policies, and they've done it with a with a very slim majority, right? And they've done it by completely ignoring Republicans. Complete, they they have not engaged them on any issue. They haven't said, "Hey, let's see what our Republican counterparts have to say about this." They've said, "Shut your fucking mouth. We're going to do this anyway." And that's that's the way you go about it. You you cannot engage the right. That is. At that's all.
1: the only way. It's it's to it's to act unilaterally.
0: You, you can't know there should be no talking to the political enemy. None, none. They cannot have a say in anything like that. The, the, it's nuclear politics from here on out. And Minnesota Democrats get that Michigan Democrats, first Democratic trifecta in government for like 40 years. Right. And they've passed a lot of great bills because they've said Republicans, you can just eat it. Like, stay in your little, your lane over there. You have no say in, in anything that we're going to do. You have no sway. We're not going to take you into account at all. And that's been a great formula on the state level. Democrats need to get that on the federal level. I don't know if they'll ever have, like, major majorities to do that. But if they do, uh, and it, okay, I'm sorry, I keep going here. But when, when, when Obama won, there were major Democratic majorities in both chambers. They should have immediately... Made and they didn't do fuck they should, all. They should have. They should have immediately made Puerto Rico a state, DC a state. You get four senators, four you get four Democratic senators for eternity there, and and maybe two House members, and then you immediately pass a comprehensive health care bill, and you don't engage Republicans at all. And they, but you're right. They didn't do anything.
1: I mean, th- th- I guess that is, that is the thing is that they just, I, on a state level, I can see it. Uh, and I mean, this is a very, you want to talk about uh, horseshoe theory, left-wing and right-wing uh, thinking overlapping. I mean, this is that, this is a great example of that because both really left-wing people and the the grossest hateful right-wing groups both believe that actually the United States is too big and that we really should just segregate that that the 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 hateful fascists should go be their own country and the Maybe. the coastal lib should go be their own country
0: uh, I know. how Which, does that work
1: <laughs> well i mean basically it's just you you fucking cut the mason dixon line again you know really
0: but, well what do you what do you build a 400 foot wall
1: I, uh, I mean, who fucking knows?
0: I right? mean, you, you put guards on the wall, like we're in we're in East Berlin in in uh, in 1980. Like, <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's it's such a it's such a pipe dream. I I mean, yeah, that'd be cool. That I that that'd be that'd be cool in a way. But then then of course you would get a lot of really marginalized people stuck on the wrong side, and and that would suck for them. Um, I have heard that idea though more and more.
1: It's it's uh it's both a it's both a I mean it's a it's a, I think the Proud Boys were the ones who who are, that's not right another group put it forth and I only know this because I have thought out loud like if everyone hates each other so much why don't we just break up you know why don't you know if 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 I really hate little Rob DeSantis that much why don't I just fucking leave you know mm-hmm, I think everyone's mm-hmm. kind of had that thought and so it's it's very much like a, a childish uh reaction to i'll I'll pick up my toys and go home as opposed to you know figuring the shit i it's really you know it's it's the internet it's got really just i think the root cause all this shit it's got to be the internet
0: it comes down to the fact that we have collectively we've been broken by being online so much we are online so much it's crazy how much internet exposure the average person gets today. It's it's way worse than it was 10 years ago. I don't know if you'd agree, but uh I mean, 10 years ago, my dad wasn't chronically online. Ten years, 10 today he is. He he's he's connected to the internet by his eyeballs 24 hours a day. And of course this means that you know his politics have, have gone from somewhat conservative to grotesque. You know, and and uh yeah I I I do I do think that I do think that that is the overriding factor.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, and I don't know. There'll be there'll be great, uh, you know, like imagine like what a history podcast a thousand years from now will be saying about you yeah. know the the age of the internet uh, or the or the dawn of the internet. You know, they'll be like these people were so stupid to let this uh, into their into their lives. I mean, couldn't they see how harmful and how terrible all this was? You know? Yeah,
0: the the right the 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 great extinction of the 21st century happened because we couldn't stop looking at memes
1: right like it's it'll I wonder I wonder if in a way and actually I think maybe we're already heading there where uh using a cell phone is viewed as like smoking you know mm. I'm like, what do you mean you're on your cell phone like you have That's, a cell phone you look at the internet all day like aren't you worried about dying
0: I mean I, I I would guess that one day we're gonna learn that being connected to your phone like that all day is way worse than cigarettes
1: Oh, it almost has to be because it, it degrades, it degrades your mental health uh, right. so much more. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I'm, I would trade, if I could trade right now, I would do it. I'd be, I'd become a smoker if I could never look at my phone again uh, because it, of the effect it has on my mental health. It has not had a good effect on my mental health. It, and, and also something about the internet, it makes you, um. it makes it. You know, you, you you take on a different person, at least I do, I take on a different personality on the internet. And then when I spend too much time online- You become then,
1: more like this fucking exacerbated version of yourself.
0: Exactly. Which it, we're all, we are all the worst versions of ourselves online. That That's a fact, right? And so I log off and I become the worst person of my, worst version of myself in real life. And I, I see that and I hate that. It's terrible.
1: Yeah. I think that's a great, I think that's a great way to end. Uh, If you're listening to this on your cell phone, fucking shut it off, throw it in, throw it in the nearest body of water, uh, get out of here. But before you do subscribe to the bad faith times, Denny, what do they get if they subscribe to the bad faith times? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Uh, You get, uh, first of all, uh, twice weekly uh, newsletter emails, and then you get access to our discord channel where we have a lot of really bright, polite, uh, non-problematic folks in the Discord uh, talking politics. We have we a have politics channel, sports channel, uh, deeply online channel. I forget what it's called. It's a, 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 like an internet poison channel. We have all sorts of, of channels to d- dive into, talk about art, talk about culture, talk about politics. So check it out, Bad Faith Times.
1: There we go. Everyone check out the Bad Faith Times. Uh, you can subscribe to the Patreon for this show if you want can leave a rating or review, or you just tell a friend about it. That's always uh, very good and very helpful. Uh, Make sure you read Craig's work on uh, NBC Sports Edge, and uh, I'll be back next week.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and